Welcome to Anchored at Harbor Park CrossFit, a show dedicated to helping you find enrichment for the other 23 hours of your day outside of the gym. Here's your hosts, Jason, Dave, and Corian. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Coach Dave, and you're listening to Anchored at Harbor Park CrossFit, the podcast show, episode 50. All right, and I'm Coach Corian. We're a little out of our element today. We're missing a, a little piece of ourselves. Yeah, Coach Jason, he is out of town, um, so we're shooting this episode with just the two of us. It's going to be kind of weird like we're talking. I feel like we should be texting. <laughs> it's usually how our life goes. All right, so you have an icebreaker for us today, Corian? I do, I do. So the sunlight is prompting me to think about this today. And Origin Meals had just posted that their new spring menu is going to be coming out starting next week. So I want to know, Dave, what is your favorite thing about spring? My birthday. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, just the, how everything starts budding and light. it feels like life is coming back to normal. The trees, the birds, the warmer weather, obviously. Um, you know, the gr- everything green starts to come back to life. It's just, you know, when the flowers start to bud and everything, and just I think the fresh air smells really good. Yep, yeah, last one was mine, fresh air. Being in the house right now with the dogs, all the windows closed up, kind of like that, you just get stuffy, and just the thought of being able to open up the doors, open up the windows, get some fresh air, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, I've already had people ask me when we're going to start running doing running wads. Ooh. I said, unfortunately, right now there's too much snow on the ground and that keeps freezing, so a little dangerous on the ice right now, but we will be. Yeah, you can see how poorly the plowing went when you can see that, like, the curb and then the snow is still, like, four, four inches off of it. But yes. Oh, I'll be here before we know it, and then you guys will have lots of running. And then you'll be complaining about it. episode 50 so today Corian what are we talking about so this is something that I've kind of realized in the last couple weeks that a lot of people are coming to me about and I don't know if it's just because holidays are over and everybody's trying to get back into the gym and there's not a lot of other things to focus on so everybody's just focusing on their training and all of that sort of stuff but I'm getting a lot of people who are talking to me about their performance and how things don't seem to be progressing the way they, they think they should be right now with as much effort as they're putting in. So I've had a lot of deep conversations with people about their their stress on their body, um, physical stress, mental stress, work, all of that sort of stuff, and how it kind of relates to their training. Yeah, and especially with the lack of sunlight, and then you have the cold weather. It doesn't bode well for you being very motivated. Yeah. Um, I think that people greatly underestimate their body trying to tell them when to slow down. So this is something that is super hard to do, and it's not a hard, fast rule for everyone, and it's not the same, but there's a difference between trying to push through when you're just not very motivated, and then there's a time that you actually need to just slow down. Your body's just too fatigued, too overwhelmed, and giving yourself some extra rest, rest days or uh, limiting the volume or anything like that is going to do you far more good than trying to push through a workout. So what does that look like? How would somebody know 
because there's days where maybe you wouldn't be able to figure that out. So is there like a telltale sign? Yeah. So this is why it's difficult because I don't think it's like a switch. It's not like one day you wake up and things aren't going well and you're like, okay, I need to take a step back. Um, For instance, with me, couple weeks, I just wasn't feeling very motivated. And it wasn't just like my fitness. I was, I was fitnessing and I was getting the stuff in and the opens here and I'm really excited about it. But when it came to everything around outside of that, like getting work done for the business, paperwork, or being creative in like my own personal vlogs and my writing and my posts and things that I'm doing, I just felt very sluggish. And I was just having a very hard time figuring out why I wasn't excited and and motivated to do that stuff. And then after about a week, week and a half, I realized, because I do a log, I realized I haven't been sleeping again. It was one of those points where like, I was just hitting, um, it wasn't bad sleep, but it wasn't great sleep. I was just tossing and turning a lot. I was waking up a bit and I never just really felt rested. And then I got like three solid nights of sleep over the weekend, um, last weekend. And all of a sudden Monday I was like, right back into my old self. Like I was getting things knocked off my to-do list. I was like cleaning up around the gym. The house got clean for the first time in probably a month, stuff like that. And I was like, oh, okay. It was my body just telling me like I needed to scale back. Um, My intensity of my workouts weren't that bad. um, And I didn't do a lot of extra stuff, did a lot of mobility and got some sleep. Yeah, I had this probably back in early February, just before the open, just couldn't keep up with the training I was feeling like just wiped out. Um, it almost feels like a constant, I wouldn't say, it's like a deep tired feeling, I guess. Like, you're, yeah. like it's not that you're just tired and you want to go to sleep. It's just, it's deep in your, in your body. Like everything just kind of feels, even your muscles, your, your joints, you just feel fatigued and drained, I guess is the mm-hmm. best way to, to, to say it. You're just drained and it's basically your central nervous system is taxed mm-hmm. and needs to reju- regenerate And I know we've talked about this before, and this doesn't have to necessarily do with the amount of volume that you're doing in the gym. A lot of us are sticking to the one class, the hour a day, and doing our mobility. But what are you doing the other 23 hours of your day? Is work really stressful because we're in a new year? Did you get promoted to a new position now that is taking a little bit more energy, a little bit more mindset? Maybe um, bosses got switched around and now you have a new boss that's just coming at you differently. Um, Did you have a new baby? Did you... How are things going with your your relationships with not only your significant other and your spouse, but other family relationships? Your body doesn't really know a difference between... Uh, mental stress and physical stress. So even though my volume's lower because it's the open right now, my there's a lot of other things going on in my life. And like I said, without sleeping, it was kind of the snowball effect. So all of those things are contributing factors, and those are why we sometimes don't realize that it's our body needing to slow down. Yep, and it's also some of the things, what are you doing to help so we, we go to the gym, like you said, if you're doing the hour a day, what do you, and then you think you're sleeping, but maybe you're not, but like, what are the other things you're doing? So instead of sitting in front of TV where we're always wired or playing on our phones where we're always wired, and we've talked about that, um, and then you're going to work and you're always wired, you don't have any decompression time, so what are mm-hmm. you doing to take care of yourself mentally? Is it yoga? Is it Ramwad? Is it um, 
journaling, journaling meditation. You know, these are all things that your body needs and isn't proven to help you mentally and to regenerate. So, and we've talked about our habits and our morning routines, but I make sure that um, I do my Ramwad every morning because that's kind of like my yoga. And then also for um, mindset, I either listen to my mindset podcast, which is like a new one that I found. It's like eight minutes long and it's just daily motivation. Talks about that stuff. And then there's another one, um, the headspace that I'll do for meditation. I'll do a three to five minute meditation every day. Yeah, and I think the biggest, biggest, biggest indicator that things aren't going well is our sleep. So everybody sits here in our culture and thinks, well, that's just what we do. Um, I'm going to just get four or five hours of sleep a night. Or, you know, I'm just used to tossing and turning. And that was my life for 10 years, you know, even through having the gym. And I think in this last year, I've really honed in my sleeping pattern and realized it is not normal to wake up constantly throughout the night. It's not normal to toss and turn. It's not healthy. It's not healthy to only get four or five hours of sleep. Um, and honestly, if you are someone who, who doesn't sleep well, you don't, it's like being sick, but not realizing what it's like to be healthy. So you're just not realizing what more potential you could have if you were sleeping the full seven, eight hours of a solid restful sleep. And once you do, and you do that consistently, you're going to be like, oh my God, there's a huge difference in my energy and my thought process, my mood. Yeah. They say that. Let's say if you go to the gym and you got six hours or four, four, to, four to six hours of unbroken sleep, kind mm-hmm. of shitty sleep, and then you were to have the same sleep but eight to nine hours of restful sleep where it was sound sleep, and you came into the gym, everything the same, like so same you have person, same person, you know, there's no different abilities, it's the same you, and you put side by side. Um, the person with the less sleep, you're operating at about 60 to 70% of your optimal potential. Um, so you can imagine like some days like why you're not hitting a lift mm-hmm. um, or you're like, oh, I didn't one rep max or I couldn't hit my old one rep max. Well, if you look back at your sleeping, so you, everything plays a role here. We talk about nutrition quite a bit about, you know, fueling your body for these workouts. But yeah. sometimes it's not all about nutrition. You also have to sleep. So when you're sleeping, your body is rebuilding, it's rejuvenating, it's um, cleaning out your adrenal glands, it's producing hormones, it's doing all the things it needs for you to regenerate. So when we're cutting our sleep from seven to eight hours down to four to five, you're just you're never fully recovering. So think of it like, like a battery. You're always just charging it to about 70, 75%, and then you're running on that all day instead of charging it to 100%. And eventually that's going to catch up to you. And I know that it's hard to think about sleep. Like I said, especially when we have work and we have training and we have families and we have all these things going on. But I just, I'm going to challenge everybody. For two weeks, make sleep a priority in your life over just about everything else, and you will see a gigantic change in in everything. If you are struggling to lose weight or gain muscle mass or you know PR your lifts or gain energy in the gym, but you scale back for just two weeks and make sure that sleep is priority, you're going to start seeing that progress. And then from there, we can keep moving forward. I think you hit another important part too, is people, if you're struggling with losing weight, how important sleep is to mm-hmm. losing that visceral fat around the belly and midsection. Because um, it's, um, and it's on the tip of my tongue right now, I just can't think of it, but the chemical process that's in the body that builds that, um, keeps that fat in from l- lack of sleep or stress. 
Uh, maybe, Corin, you can help me with this the word. The cortisol levels? Yeah, there we go, cortisol yeah. levels. <laughs> I didn't want to cut you off. Yeah, thank you. So your cortisol levels go higher, and when you're, when you're not sleeping and stressed, you know, those levels raise in your body, and then it's, it stores fat, and it's harder. Yeah, and they never kind of get flushed out. So um, this is the hardest part. This is something I struggle with, even myself. The realization that taking a short time back is going to do more benefits in the long run than than continuing to train or eat healthy or tax your body. And I think that the reason being is because sometimes we're afraid to fall down that slippery slope of going backwards where, you know, one day off turns into two days off, turns into a week off, and then we can't get back at it. And that is, that's a risk. But we have to understand that our health and wellness is a lifelong journey. We're not training for something that's tomorrow. So if, if you ask yourself, what's going to do me more good for whatever it is that your goal is, you'll be able to answer that question whether or not you should take a little bit of you know, downtime. And again, I'm not saying don't come to the gym, just lower that intensity um, for a bit and then get back after it. And you, know, you can come in, you can ride the bike or you can row or you can do the workout, just maybe the funk bod and slow it down. I do that all the time. And so it's definitely something that we need to work on as a culture because I think the biggest thing is everybody pushes through. I see people with, you know, torn hands and um, they're tired and, you know, bad form and they're just like, nope, I got to keep practicing. I got to keep practicing. I'm like, you're just ingraining all these bad habits into your body and your body's trying so desperately to tell you to, to come back. So what are some, um, some easy things that we can do to, I guess, maybe ex- not excel, but maximize our sleep? Ooh, maximizing sleep. So obviously Dave and I do a very uh, much better job. No cell phones in our bedroom. We took our TV out last spring. It's been almost a year with no TV. I can't mm-hmm. even imagine it being in there anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, we use... We have like a sleep habit, and I'm even finding that if we start to go to bed late, so the nights that I'm here in the gym, and we don't get into bed to start that sleep routine till after 10, oh, I'm just wrecked. Yep, the sleep, it throws me off too, and then I have the worst night of sleep. Look at it's like I'm already stressing out I have, I'm to get my sleep. Like I have to lay down, we have to be in bed for me by 9.30, so that's just my routine. And if it's after 9.30, even 20 minutes. Other things got to get cut. <clears throat> then I don't read, I I. I yeah, but even I'm saying like if something I get caught at the gym late or whatever, and I get out mm-hmm. late, um, and I go to bed nine, ten o'clock. It, it's like my sleep is restless because I'm out of that sleep pattern already. Mm-hmm. So finding a good sleep routine is vital. So you have to have a nighttime routine and a morning routine. So we both talked about both of ours. Um, my goal is to get into bed before ten o'clock, into the um, like laying in bed. And then I journal, I write about my day, I start decompressing, my phone's in the bathroom, it's not in our bedroom, my alarm's set, we use one of those lighting, light up alarms that you know, mimics sunrise. And I start to get comfortable, I decompress, you know, I might read for a little bit and stuff like that. Um, I try not to, I'm trying not to do a lot of social stuff after a certain time, but that Sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. But then my morning routine is just as important. Get up, I have my coffee in bed, I journal, um, I 
again, read and do some different things to get ready. Then I start checking. Then I go grab my phone and I'll check for messages, emails, that stuff. Then I go have breakfast. Yep. So the biggest thing is just getting into a routine and trying to keep that as a habit. And that'll reset kind of like your sleep patterns. Um, You know, some other things that can help you would be uh, some nighttime tea. Um, A big thing is shutting off the social media and stop um, with all the electronics, I guess. Um, We do watch some of our Netflix shows sometimes to, you know, but generally they're like biographies and um, documentaries. So nothing that's going to get your brain overly thinking, like the news would be a bad example because you're going to, it's going to, a lot of negative um, connotations there and a lot of negative news gets you kind of thinking and fired up and then you're you're not going to relax. So like, you know, nature documentaries would be fine because it's calming. Um, And then, you know, I'd shut off my phone my phone automatically has a shutoff and doesn't give me any notifications after 8 o'clock. So that's kind of like my cutoff time where it's like, nope, if, if you, it's a super emergency, you can ring my phone. Um, but I figure, you know, there's Corian and there's also Jason. If yeah. there's a true emergency, I mean, I'll check it before I go to bed one more time just to make sure that it's, you mm-hmm. know, something didn't happen. But And I think the biggest thing, too, with that is, is like Dave was saying with the constant tossing and turning your mind running what happens is when we don't give our brain time to decompress before we go to sleep it doesn't get to run through all the things it's stressing about and I think a lot of people do a couple different things when they I did this when I laid down and my mind would be racing and running I would try and like stop doing that stop doing that like you know count sheep or you know whatever it is because you need to just ignore it so you go to bed but when you ignore issues they're just going to bubble under the surface so now I actually lay down and I spend Five, I don't know how long it takes me to fall asleep. Sometimes five, sometimes 20 minutes. I would think it feels like for my mind to run through all the things it wants to run through. And I just let it. I let it do its thing. And the more you do that, the faster that it becomes. And then, obviously, it depends on your day, too. Like, if I have a really super busy day and I didn't get to decompress during the day, it's going to take me longer to decompress at night. But if I had time where I sat in my car for five minutes before I went into the gym or after I left the gym, and I let it do these dumps throughout the day makes it easier for me to do the dump at night and then not think about things and go to bed faster. Yeah. So the biggest thing, listen to your body. Um, you know, don't ignore that feeling of feeling drained. It's it's it actually you're doing more damage than good. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you're like, ah, I'm just tired and I'll just push through it. Like sometimes, yeah, sometimes we're tired. Sometimes we didn't get a lot of sleep and it's okay to push through it. But when you have that drain feeling where you just like your and energy. it's lasting for several days or several weeks. Like, we've got to check ourselves. Like, severe mood swings. I know that when I wasn't sleeping, I was crabbier. Um, change in appetite um, when your performance or your nutritional goals kind of plateau or even start going backwards. Those are all the signs that we're going in, in a direction we don't want to be going. Again, this isn't like an overnight. It's not going to be just a switch that turns on either way. But if it's, it's several days where it's feeling like this... You, Relook at exactly what you're doing in your life. Yeah, and then focus on, you know, make checking your your sleep, making sure you're getting seven to eight hours of a night's sleep, sound sleep, pitch black in the dark, and then um, 
you know, maybe it's time for a little bit of a reset. And that can take, you know, can take longer for some, but, uh, you know, it can go a little bit quicker if maybe you do some of the things we talked about, meditation, um, yoga, or Ramwads even. Uh, coming in and if you're going to, if you have to be in the gym, that's fine. Maybe just do a little, do, you know, lower intensity. You know, maybe we're just going to do some funk bod instead of bringing, ramping it up. Maybe we're just going to ride a bike or row and, you know, just jam out to some music, you know, it's things like that. And then recharge those batteries and you'll feel better. Yeah, exactly. Again, long-term health, guys. Even if we're competitive athletes, you're competing long-term. This is not generally something that is going to come up this weekend. So we have to think about what's going to do the best for our bodies throughout our entire time. But let me point out, you said we're not competitive athletes, but I'm going to say that competitive athletes take care of all of this through... Um, the same things we're discussing. They have teams on their side, though, that are mm-hmm. going to, you know, give them massages and, you know, that give them all this equipment that they need to do to be competitive, to go to the games, to do all that stuff. So it's not like they're just working out constantly. Like No, absolutely. And I think that's the big thing, too, is a lot of people compare to competitive athletes. We just and, don't see that part. Yeah, I think you just misheard me. I didn't say we aren't competitive athletes. We, we aren't competing this weekend, but we are competitive, And so you have to think about your whole athletic career or your fitness lifespan. So, yes, these competitive athletes, like, they're competing for years, not just this weekend. So, like Dave said, they're going to show you what they want to show you. They're not going to show you the times that, like, training didn't go so well. And, you know, that's where a good coach steps in is, like, you know, this was what was programmed, but your body wasn't feeling it, so I need you to not do that today. Or as an athlete, that athlete has to go, hey, coach, this isn't going to work today. I do that all the time with Nate. Like, I just wasn't feeling it. I have huge knots in my quads from the open right now and the stair climb and everything else we've been doing. So, like, I am not going to be ridiculous and do squat cleans today. Like, it's not going to happen. Right. But you said it. Like, everybody sees what they want to see on, you know, social media. If I posted every day about some type of workout, you'd think I work out nonstop. Yeah. Um, But... I think we watched a documentary of one of the games, and they were their coach actually said, "You have to take a nap. Twenty minutes, yeah. twenty minutes between your sessions. So you have to go home and eat after every morning session. You have to lay down for twenty minutes minimum. Decompress. Um, and even if you're not sleeping, I still want you to lay there. And then before you come into your next session, so it's you know again just these little things. Yeah. It's very important. If they're doing it, we got to do it. Um, this all plays a role into long-term mm-hmm. health, which is the main goal for everybody. I think the biggest place to start for 99% of us is prioritizing sleep. That is the biggest factor and the biggest contributing factor that I find when people come to me and they're feeling long-term fatigue defects or they're not, their training's not getting better or their nutrition's not getting better. All right, um, so rate it, rate it in the top three. We're going to say sleep, nutrition, and then working out. What's number I'm, one? I'm going to, mm, these are my top three. If you want a healthy lifestyle, it's going to say sleep, stress, nutrition. Yep. And stress can be taken care of mm-hmm. with sleep and working out. So that yeah. kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah. All right. Good episode. Yeah. I liked it. Miss Jay though. Yeah. He'll be back. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to leave you like we do every week. Stay classy. Of course. Um, if you liked this episode, give us a shout out, share it with your friends, Um, and follow us so you never miss another episode in the future. All right, almost a year. Almost a year. Bye, guys. Bye.
Thanks for listening to Anchored at Harbor Park CrossFit. If you would like further information about our programs, visit www.harborparkcrossfit.com. We hope you'll tune in next time.